Good morning, everyone. My name is Aspen Caldwell. I'm currently a freshman at South County High School, and I serve on the church's youth council. Today, I'm going to be talking to you about putting God first in your life. But before I begin the sermon, I want to play a game called This or That. Here's how you play the game. I'm going to put two things on the screen, and you all are going to decide which option you like better and hold up the number of fingers that corresponds with your choice's number. Here's an example. The question is pancakes or waffles. If you like pancakes better, you'll hold up one finger because pancake is option number one. If you like waffles better, you'll hold up two fingers because waffles is option number two. Yeah. So I, yeah, mostly twos in the audience. Okay. I'd go for pancakes, but okay. So the first one is sausage or bacon. Again, mostly twos. I'd go with one. Um, unicorns or dragons? We have a good mix between them. Amusement park or arcade? Mostly ones for the first time. Attic or basement? Mostly basement. Ice or fire? We definitely have more twos. Pirates or ninjas? We have a good mix between the both. And the last one, pigs or goats? A good mix too. So during the game, this or that, you had to make choices and pick your favorite option. You also have to do this in real life. You choose to eat healthy or unhealthy, if you should save or spend your money, what kind of job you want. There are so many decisions. And to make those decisions, you pick your favorite option. You do this with church too. Every Sunday, you decide whether to go to church or not. There are so many things that you could be doing instead. You could travel, sleep in, work, go shopping, do sports, hang out with friends, do homework, go to rehearsal, or just stay home. I know for me and for most of you, we all struggle with going to church sometimes. For me, I feel that church is too early or get stressed out with schoolwork, and I feel that church takes up too much time, and I could spend that time doing homework. But Matthew 6:33 tells us, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Matthew tells us that we need to put God first and seek him first. We have to live for him. He follows it up with saying that if we put God first, all these things will be added to us and everything will be accomplished. It's hard taking the first step and making going to church every Sunday a priority. I'm not a pastor or psychologist, but here are my ideas on how to get motivated to go to church every Sunday. Idea number fun is to do something fun after church. Doing something fun will motivate you to wake up and it's the reward after suffering through church. <laughs> the next idea is to join a ministry or Sunday school class. Joining something gives you the opportunity to meet new people and make new friends. 
You and your friends can help encourage each other to make going to church a priority and help motivate you because you want to go to church to see your friends. Finally, you could talk to God about it. Pray to God and say, hey God, I'm having trouble putting you first. Can you help me and motivate me to go to church? That's all I have. Thank you for listening. But before I end, let's all say a prayer. You can find the words on the screen. Please say it with me. Dear God, thank you for the wonderful day you've given us so far. Please motivate us to go to church every Sunday and help us to always put you first in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you all so much. You'd think I'd learned my lesson about following up Aspen, but no. Uh, hi there. Uh, my name is Peter. Uh, I have been a member of this church for a while now, um, and this is my second time doing a sermon like this. Mine is a little bit less uh, actual sermon and a little bit more my experiences with this church. Uh, the last time I did this, I talked about my experience moving to this church and finding acceptance in a place that I really didn't expect to find it. Um, this time I'm going to be talking about some more personal experiences with God and my faith journey. Um, Many of you may or may not know I'm in theater at high school. Huge shocker, I know. Uh, I love doing theater, uh, and I love being in the shows. We're actually opening Little Shop of Horror soon. We have a poster in the Welcome Center, if you guys want to go find that. Uh, shameless plug, done. Um, in all seriousness, my favorite part of theater is not the shows, but it's the community I get to build. Um, I love having someone to talk to, and I love my improv team, and I love my friends. But sometimes we get so stressed when we're doing seven shows at once and have 13 different rehearsals to go to, and I don't know where to turn. And it's always nice to know that the youth group is going to be there for me to turn to. Um, the youth group is really amazing here. I've made a lot of lifelong friends. We do some pretty crazy things at youth group. Um, later, you're going to see a really, really fun video that we put together. Um, uh, one time at youth group, uh, we were doing this challenge where we had to eat gross foods that Mike gave us. Uh, and I ate a whole can of dog food. Um, I didn't even win, by the way. So <laughs> I, I just wanted to tell you all I did that so I could get a little closure. You know, uh, I'm feeling a little better, though. Um, anyway, youth group is really nice because I get to be in a judgment-free zone and just be myself. Uh, my faith journey through youth group has gotten a lot better because a lot of the time your faith wavers. It's not a straight line. It's not like, oh, I believe in God now. That's it. That's the whole thing. No, it's a, it's a journey. It's a spectrum. You, you start not really knowing where you are, and slowly over time, through friends and family in the church, you find your faith and what you really believe. Um, I'm gonna be honest, sometimes I do not have the strongest faith in God, but it's always nice to be able to talk to someone about that and move forward with my faith. Um, I love my friends at youth group, and I wouldn't trade them for the world. Before I go, uh, I just want to do some quick shout-outs uh, to some people who have really helped me with my faith journey. Um, 
Starting off with Pastor Forrest. If any of you remember him, he was the youth pastor here before Minu and Spencer came. Uh, he was a really big part of my life for a while, and he was a really close friend. Um, I'd like to give a shout out to my mom, because she is the number one person in my faith journey. She encourages me uh, when I'm being a terrible person and, quite frankly, a jerk. And she deserves a lot more credit. I'd like to shout out my brother Aaron. He's also in the audience. Uh, he, I like to thank him for loving me even when I'm being really annoying. Uh, I'd like to shout out Jesus for dying for our sins. That was really cool of him. Um, and I'd like to shout out Betty, uh, who is the leader of Sunday School. She's a really, really important person to me. Uh, finally, I'd like to shout out everyone here in the audience right now, because you're like going to church, and that's really cool. Um, I like seeing you guys' face when I'm on usher duty every once in a while, and it always means a lot to see you. Thank you so much. My name is Ayla Caldwell. One of my favorite things to do in youth group is to play Gogaball. As you can see in the picture, the game is played in a pit. The goal is to be the last one to be hit with the ball below the knee. If the ball is hit out of the pit, the person who hit the ball out is out. With more than 10 people in one pit, the game can get a little crazy with the ball flying, and every, the ball flying every which way, never being still. I'm only in middle school, but I've learned that life can be stressful if you're really busy or have a lot of pressure on you. Sometimes it can feel like you're being bounced around, just like a ball in a gaga ball game. However, another thing I've learned is that God can take the stress off your shoulders. Like it says in the beginning of Micah 5.5, 5, He will be our peace. Kind of relieving, isn't it? Knowing that we don't have to handle our stress alone. We don't have to do anything alone. Not handle sadness, anger, or fear. Not even stress. God is the friend that you can always talk to. You just have to pray. He's the friend that's always there. He's the one that can pause the bouncing gaga ball of life and make life as stress-free as a cucumber. Because I really don't think Larry the Cucumber has stress. So the next time your business and or schoolwork is getting the best of you, just take a minute to have a talk with God. Ask him for peace, because he will be our peace. Micah 5.5. Five. <laughs> 